Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Well, good morning and welcome to Sue Rising Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. My name is Sashi Whitman, and I'm your host this morning for Sue Rising Radio. And our topic today is the college series. And here with me is our Sue Riser, Leanne Barkhorter. Good morning, Leanne. Say hi to everyone. Good morning. Hello. (laughs) Leanne, thank you so much. I know you are a very, very busy college student, but I just wanted to start off by saying that you are our Sue Riser back in August of this year, and I have to give our listeners a little bit of background as to how I know you. So you were my student in my community college class held at UC High School here in San Diego Unified, and the class was actually all virtual, meaning I never met Leanne ever. I um, taught the class, and all the students would listen. So Leanne, we finally met on a Zoom call. I want to say it was March or April of this year, yeah? Yeah, I believe so. It was like right when I was thinking about being a sea riser. Right. And so when I sent the email out, and I have to say, I, I sent the email out to all my female students asking them to be a sea riser, inviting them to be a part of the program. And when I got an email from you, I was so thrilled. And can you just tell us a little bit about what made you want to apply? What interested you in becoming a sea riser? Yeah, definitely. So this was around, I think, uh, March to May uh, time period. And around that time, you know, I was finished with my college app, kind of thinking of my future. Um, And I knew that in college and, you know, I want to go to law school. So in the near future, Mm -hmm. I would have to do a lot Mm -hmm. of public speaking and know how to present Mm -hmm. myself and talk to people. And in Mm -hmm. high school, I didn't really have that many skills related to public speaking. So I just thought that this would be just a really good idea and really good you know, opportunity for me to just challenge myself a little bit and, you know, step outside of my comfort zone and just learn something new and try something new. That is so awesome. And I have to say, I mean, after seeing Leanne on August 26th, you would be surprised. Anyone would be surprised to find out that you did not have much experience in public speaking. Now, I always knew that you were a strong writer because I had seen your writing coming through on many assignments. Um, what was the process like in terms of writing your talk? If you just want to tell us a little bit about um, when you started the coaching process, and you met with one of our amazing coaches, Michelle Beauchamp, correct? Yeah, I did, and I think she really helped me kind of break down the task of it all. Um, like, mm-hmm. First of all, like the prompt was someone has to say it. So when I first heard right. that, I was just really racking my brain and kind of almost getting a little bit overwhelmed. Like, what do I talk about? Like, what is, what is this mm-hmm. going to be about? Um, and then mm-hmm. talking with her, you know, weekly really helped me, like, she really helped me break it down into different smaller steps. Like, okay, first of all, you know, things that have happened throughout my life that I've, like, wrote on. We started there. 
And then we slowly mm-hmm. built it into like step by step. And instead of, you know, writing the whole talk at once, I wrote different aspects of it. Um, so like in my talk, I talked about two or three stories. So I wrote uh-huh. each of those individual stories first. So it just kind of helped me like lessen the workload and kind of like minimize the stress I had on myself. Um, and she really helped right. with that. And then, then we were able to kind of work together, put the pieces together, found like what worked, what didn't work. Um, and then eventually, you know, she really helped me on public speaking and how to memorize all the components of my speech and present it well. That is awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about what your talk is about? I know a little bit about it, and I have to say I was actually um, uh, genuinely surprised to find out some information about you through your talk. And, again, I knew you as a student, but I didn't know you that well. I, I only knew you as an email address and a name. And so then when I finally got to meet you, I was like, oh, my gosh, these are all the different aspects about Leanne that I never knew about. So can you just tell us a little bit about your talk and what you spoke about? Yeah, definitely. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm actually 4'10", so I'm, I'm pretty short. Um, and I'm okay with that now. <laughs> but growing up, it was just kind of harder to see myself compared to other people. You know, everyone, all my friends were a good, a good amount of height taller than me. Um, I feel like um, I talked about how this kind of led to some insecurities, um, and I'm also uh, Jewish, and so growing up, my culture wow. and my food would be different than other people, um, especially in right. the, the lunch courts. You know, everyone had their PB&J sandwiches, their pizzas, and their pastas, and I was here with my <laughs> ethnic food. So this fed into, like, yeah. somewhat of, like, an insecurity for me. So um, in my talk, mm-hmm. I just talked about overcoming that and being more comfortable in my own skin and, you know, stepping away from that shy, insecure self that I had and, you know, stepping mm-hmm. into, like, embracing my brilliance, which was what, like, the talk was called. Um, and I mm-hmm. also, like, bridged that into, like, my growth um, from shy person, you know, introverted to extroverted and how um, this led me to kind of take on my first challenge, my first leadership challenge, um, and take on uh, and be leader of um, a club that I started at my high school, the Homeless Outreach Club. And you know, what I did in that club and just my overall talk was just about growth and, you know, being more comfortable in my own skin and learning that it's okay to be different and just makes you unique. That's amazing. I mean, really, you were so transparent and authentic and vulnerable. I think that's what I loved the most about your talk and that you were able to share these pieces of yourself. Can I just ask, when you were preparing your, your script and your talk, did you ever share the talk with your family or did they hear it for the first time that evening in August? Um, well, some aspects of my talk I had in my college applications, um, like okay. the general concepts. Uh-huh. So my parents right. knew what I wrote in my college app, but the okay. actual talk itself, um, I don't think I, – I never presented it to them. Um, mm-hmm. I always just practiced alone in my room. Um, I think the only time they ever heard it was this one time when I was rehearsing, like right before – but as, like, the talk itself and, like, me presenting it to them, I, I didn't do that. I didn't really present it to anyone. I just kind of wanted almost to be in my own element and just focus mm-hmm. on how it, like, related to me, if that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah, and I know, I, I believe you were in um, Hawaii on travel when you did your final rehearsal, yes? So that's how committed you are to the process. Yeah. You were on vacation <laughs> with your family. Yeah, and I was thinking about you, too, because I think I was over there, too, and I'm like, Leanne right now is killing it. She's giving her final rehearsal, and she's going to be awesome. So here's what I also noticed is after the talk that evening, so we were in the Inland Empire, and we were in Claremont, California. We were at the hotel. How did you feel after your talk? When you were done, 
what was the feeling that you had? Um, it almost felt like surreal to me, but like I really mm-hmm. just went on stage and I talked to all these people and I did a yeah. memorized speech, which I didn't think I could ever do. You know, my memory is <laughs> not the best in time. So I was just really surprised <laughs> at myself. Um, uh-huh. And it was almost like a rush. Like I, I just couldn't believe I did that. Um, but it was, it was like a good rush. It was like when you get off a roller coaster and when you first get on the roller coaster, it's really scary. Like you don't, you're kind of scared. You're kind of like, oh, like, what am I going to do? Um, and then once the roller right. coaster is over, you're like, wow, like, that was so fun. I want to do it again. Like, I don't know why I was ever scared. <laughs> it, it was just like right. that. That's the best analogy I can give to that. That's awesome. No, I, I could totally tell that because you seemed like kind of on a high. You were a little bit kind of almost giddy. I don't mean that in like a positive way, right? You were bubbly. You were excited. You were happy. Um, it was just a really, really uh, – a time of celebration, right, after you yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. Um, tell, I also want to let our listeners know, and I didn't realize this until a little bit later on, you started a business back in high school. Can you share a little bit about that and what you did? Yeah, definitely. So um, when COVID hit, I, like many, many, many people, I had, like, a lot of time on my hands, and I didn't really know what to do with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd always wanted to get into earring making. Um, so I kind of started um, making earrings, you know, going to the Michael's craft store, getting some beads right. here and there. I had some beads of my own at home. So I just kind of, you know, mixed my own beads with the beads I bought. And I just started making these kind of cool earrings. Um, mm-hmm. But I received, like, a lot of, um, like, support from my family and friends. Like, oh, can you make me some? Like, you should start this to a small business. Like, you could sell all of these. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's COVID, you know, I don't have anything else to do, so I might as well. as well. So yeah. what I did is I, but I put a little twist on it. So when I created the small business, I made it on Instagram, so nothing too crazy, but I decided that instead of really making the profits for myself, that I would donate mm-hmm. um, half of my gross sales um, sales profit to uh, the San Diego food bank. So, cause I knew like wow. COVID times, there's a lot of people in need and I was a little bit more mm-hmm. fortunate that I didn't have to rely on food banks, but I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people do. Um, mm-hmm. so I donated my, uh, gross sales to the food bank. Um, and then anything else that I had, I, um, sent it towards buying materials and stuff. So, um, overall, I think I, I, we, I want to say it was around, it was definitely over 300 meals that I was able to donate. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. Congratulations. Um, That's yeah. just awesome. Thank you so uh-huh. much. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I noticed that you also, and it just hit me actually right this current moment, that you actually wrote, I think, your business or marketing paper on San Diego Food Bank, correct? So it was a tie-in? Yeah, I actually that, did yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I already okay, knew a lot awesome. about them, great. so I figured yeah. it was a great way to, you know, like yeah. bridge two things in my life. That's fantastic. Oh, that's so I just that just occurred to me. So I have to also tell you, you were in the process of writing your Sue Rising talk during not just the at the end of height of COVID, you had graduated high school, correct? Yes. 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 And it was a busy summer for you. You were working a job, correct? Where were you working? I was working at AMC Theaters, uh, the movie okay. theaters. Okay. And so you were super busy, and you were preparing this talk, and you're getting ready, of course, for the next step in your life. And 
can you just give the audience a, um, a glimpse into where you are now and what you are doing as a recent high school graduate? Yeah, so since I've graduated high school, I've kind of tried to, you know, step out and take my own advice and be more outgoing and challenge myself more. So um, mm-hmm. I took on my first job, which was a really interesting and unique experience that, you know, gave me a lot of skills there. Um, and I also mm-hmm. worked on getting into programs at UCSD. I, I knew it was just the summer, but uh-huh. I really wanted to, you know, get a head start on that. So I applied for this leadership program um, on campus, and I actually got into that, um, which is really cool. You know, every week there's these seminars and that I attend, and just gives me a little, a little glimpse into, like, what it takes to be a leader and social mm-hmm. justice and being inclusive to everyone, which, you know, it's really interesting to me. Um, and I also joined, um, like, a boot camp for UCSD's mock trial. Um, wow. That was really helpful, you know. Um, it was kind of like a glimpse into what the season would look like. Um, and mm-hmm. actually last week um, I did my tryout for it, and I just found out that I got in the team. So I guess that was really <laughs> helpful that I did the boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So just to brag on you a little bit, I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back. Um, Leanne is a brilliant student. She graduated with, uh, you know, just a, an amazing resume, if you will, that she um, put together, and she's very accomplished. And she is attending UC San Diego, if you caught that. Um, can you tell us which college you're attending at the school? Because there's, I think, yeah. six or seven of them now. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm attending uh, Marshall College, Thurgood Marshall College. Um, it's the college okay. that's based on, like, the mission of social justice and social advocacy, uh, uh, which okay. really resonates with me. So that's why okay. I picked it as my first choice, and I got really lucky um, that I got that college. And I'm going to be studying political science with a concentration okay. on race, ethnicity, and politics here. Wow. Okay, I'm just I'm trying to catch up. That's okay. Political science with a concentration in – can you say that one more time? Right. Race and ethnic studies, is that what you said? Uh, it's with race, ethnicity, and politics. Okay, got it. Okay, that's amazing. That's awesome. Now, were you a part of the mock trial team back in high school, too, or, or, or no? Uh, no, I wasn't. Unfortunately, my high school didn't have a mock trial club. Oh, when I found okay. Out the did, I was really excited. Okay, okay, that, that, okay, that's amazing. So, um, at this time, actually, we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Sashi, back to your show. Thank you, and we are back to the college series, and with us today is Leanne, who is at UC San Diego this morning, um, talking to us. So, Leanne, you were just telling us about your um, leadership experiences. Now, hang on. Can I just say, you've only been in school for what, like, how long? Um, I I think it's been about two or three weeks now, yeah. Okay, two or three weeks. 
that's okay. That's like nothing. And you've already you're already involved in two different leadership pieces. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, kind of. I'm in the I'm involved in the leadership program, and then Moxa, yeah. which isn't leadership, but it, it is a right. organization. Right, but still, that's amazing that you're like taking this on just in the beginning. It's not like you're even kind of getting your feet wet. At least it seems to me, um, you are like just diving <laughs> in. Head first, you're like, okay, I'm going to take this on. It's going to be amazing. Um, have you met other students on campus? Tell us a little bit about, I, um, just give us a picture of your dorm life, what that's like, so we can get an idea of your, you know, do you have a roommate? Tell us a little bit about all that. Yeah, for sure. So um, what I really liked about UCSD, you know, my first day here, I was you know, kind of nervous about making friends, and everyone here was mm-hmm. super, super nice and super outgoing, so actually, um, I got a lot of friends on my first day here, and I'm still, you know, pretty good friends with them now, um, awesome. and a few of them are poli-sci majors, so, you know, it works, you have to wow. okay. come in, um, yeah. and then my roommate, she's actually doing mock trial with me, so that's oh, pretty perfect. nice, um, and we're actually yeah. on the same team, coincidentally, um, so okay. that, that worked out, um, and my sweetmates, I got really lucky with them. Um, they're, like, super, super nice. You know, I'm really, really lucky. Um, talking to some of my other friends that live in other places, you know, they don't talk to their sweetmates as much or they don't really get along. Mm-hmm. Um, but we mm-hmm. really talk to each other, and, you know, we just, we just vibe with each other, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, they're just super nice. Um, and we're just really there for each other, which I really like. That is awesome. Wow, it sounds really supportive. And it sounds like you're super plugged in, which I absolutely love. Um, The university environment is absolutely great for that and definitely fosters that community support, right? Um, Yeah, for sure. What what has been, I have to, what has been the biggest, I guess, transition from going from, and granted last year was a little bit weird, or this current past year with COVID, (laughs) and then you're now, I'm so thankful to see students back on campus um, across the United States and even at other schools globally, and to see you living on campus and, and experiencing everything as a freshman, um, what has been the biggest transition from high school to college? What would you say? I think the biggest transition would definitely be the change in routine. Um, in mm-hmm. high school, all my classes start at the same time. They all ended at the right. same time. Right. I had a really specific routine on what I do after school, what time I did my homework, where I did my homework. Um, mm. But coming here, you know, the campus is huge. Um, some days I have five classes. Some days I only have one or two. So it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a juggling. It's like been a juggle for me figuring out, you know, what time I need to be productive, right. when I cannot uh-huh. be productive. Um, and most importantly for me, um, my biggest transition was, like, learning not to do homework in my dorm and actually going to the library. Because um, at home, I would just sit in my room and do all my assignments. But, you know, college life is a little bit louder. Um, there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that move. Um, and it's somewhat, you know, it's hard to focus sometimes in the dorm. So I, I think right. the biggest transition for me was just, you know, telling myself, okay, now I need to go to the library. Now I need to go to class. Mm. You know, just getting, mm-hmm. getting used to my new routine. Okay. Okay. That's really interesting. Now, because you went to school in San Diego and you're going to school here, do you feel a separation from home? I just have to ask, how often have, have your parents seen you or you been in contact with them? What does that look like for all the, I'm sure there's lots of parents listening and are very curious about, <laughs> what does that look like when my college student goes away? Do they contact me? Or are they like, mm, maybe later? What has that been, been like for you with your family? 
Yeah, so I'm really lucky. Uh, my family's in San Diego, and I'm in San Diego, so it's not too big of a, a distance thing. Um, I try to visit them, you know, at least once a week or uh, once every two weeks, just whenever I have the free time. Um, and I do call them, like, every day um, you know, just to make sure, like, they, they know I'm safe and I know they're doing good without me. Um, and, yeah, we just, like, communicate with each other, which I think is, like, the healthiest way to do it. And sometimes we just drop over some home-cooked food, which is really nice. You know, I didn't realize oh, how much I missed awesome. that. That's the best. Oh, that's so yeah. great. Oh, they, sound, they sound really supportive. I know I had the opportunity to meet your mom and your younger sister uh, back at Stu Talk, so that is fantastic. So let me ask you this. Now that you are, you know, in college experiencing all the things, what would you have done differently in your high school experience? Or would you have done everything exactly the same? And we haven't even listed every single activity and everything you've done. Um, but what, if anything, would you have done differently? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't think I would have done anything different. Okay. Um, okay. Like the things I did in high school, um, so I'm first gen, so I didn't really know a lot about the college process until, you know, my uh, junior year when I started to do a lot of research. But okay. I think, like, the path I went on and all the challenges and stuff I faced kind of led me to where I am. Um, mm-hmm. so I think if I did anything different, it would have just, I wouldn't be me. So I think I, I, I would say that I didn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. Did you just mention that you're a first-generation college student? Did I hear that correctly? Is that... Yeah. Uh, my mom just went to that... community, so I'm the first to okay. go to a four-year. Oh, my. That's huge. That's amazing. Are your parents, like, beyond proud? Are they, like, telling, you know, everyone they know? <laughs> yeah, my definitely. God, you that's a huge, huge deal. No, that's, a, that's amazing that you were able. Did you – can I ask you, Leanne, did you find the um, – how did you – I guess, how did you find the inspiration to do all the things that you've done in, in high school and now in college? Where does that come from? Um, I guess I've always been a curious person and just mm-hmm. always wanting to do more um, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, something about me is I always ask a lot of questions, um, and I think that's just kind of led me to, you know, bridging opportunities where they might not have been some before um, mm-hmm. and just taking mm-hmm. the next step, like, a lot mm-hmm. of the programs and stuff I did, they just came from me talking to people, you know, asking them questions and eventually leading to mm-hmm. something more. So I think my curiosity wow. is what kind of led me to where I am. Okay. So just integral to who you are as Leanne. I think that's phenomenal. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. What, um, okay. Yeah. Leanne, you're just, you keep flooring me. Like every single time I talk to you or I watch you on the stage, <laughs> I'm just like in awe. Like, oh, my gosh, this girl is going to go <laughs> far. Um, when, now, when we're talking about the uh, profession of law, which I know you're interested in, do you want to go into the area of social justice, or do you, um, or do you not know yet, perhaps? Let me ask you that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, with thinking of, like, law, I want to be an attorney and, you know, hopefully one day um, have my own practice, which I kind of mm-hmm. connects to my, like, little passion for business. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely interested in the social justice aspect of law. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of thinking maybe something around civil rights um, or immigration wow. law, um, okay. something along those oh, those terms, yeah. That's it. Oh, you're going to be a great representative for that. You're so approachable and so easy to talk <laughs> to. Um, honestly, I think, I think you're going to you. be amazing at that. Um, can I ask, do you have any idea where you want to go to law school yet, or have you not even thought about that? Um, I haven't really thought about that yet. Okay. Um, I still need to do my research on that, but 
Okay. Hopefully some okay. are good. <laughs> okay, you have some time. You have some time. I was just curious if you had any, you know, particular college dreams or, or grad school dreams or law school dreams about that. Um, let me ask you another question as a now freshman in college. What advice would you give to a ninth grader coming into high school, starting off their high school journey, also having big goals, big dreams, um, wanting to do great things with their life, what would you tell that incoming ninth grader? Um, I would definitely tell them not to be afraid. Um, Mm -hmm. Like my freshman year, I was kind of, you know, reluctant to join some clubs and some organizations, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit intimidated. But I'd say, Mm -hmm. you know, just go for it. Um, If you feel intimidated later and you feel like you still don't feel into it, you can always leave. But, you know, Mm -hmm. then you won't feel like, oh, the what if. Like, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? I'd say Mm -hmm. go for it, even if you're not super sure that you can handle it. Just do it. Um, You know, like with me, Mm -hmm. I never thought I could give a 10-minute, you know, speech memorized. But, you know, I did. (laughs) Um, So I just say just go for it um, and, you know, see what happens. And worst worst comes worst, you tried it and it wasn't for you. And you're just one step closer to knowing what you like and you don't like. Okay, that's really, really good advice to try every, try everything. And if something doesn't work out, it's okay. You can go somewhere else. That's the great thing about where we live. We have so many different opportunities, especially in our school system. Right. Um, so let me ask you one last question before we wrap up. What are you most looking forward to in the future? Uh, in the future, I'm definitely most looking forward to just seeing um, how far I grow um, and mm-hmm. also, like, how my relationships with the people I know right now are going to bridge. Um, I think that's always really cool just seeing, like, you know, your friendships from now, how they transform into the future and how you change. Um, like, looking back mm-hmm. at myself a few years ago, you know, I'm, I'm not the same person I am now. So I'm really interested in mm-hmm. who I become in, um, in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are so excited. Zero Rising and our organization is just really excited to see how our risers just continue to flourish and grow. I think it's amazing just watching the high school graduates and just the transformation that's happening in each of your lives and what you're stepping into and what you're being so brave about. I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Congratulations, Leanne, on everything. And um, you were a phenomenal riser and I was very proud and uh, I know Thank our you. board is. And so we are just so excited for you and for what is to come um, in the future. And I know this is not the end. You are, you just published an article in our women lead publication um, you will be part of our next-gen advisory board, and so this is not the end. We'll continue to uh, be able to communicate with you. Thank you so much for being on our show today. And I'd thank like you. to say thank you um, to everyone, to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. And we'll be back again for another Sue Rising Radio or Women Lead Radio show, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my absolute pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. 
For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.